on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the real. Let's say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. That's where uh, you submit the questions. And I give you the answers. Uh, sometimes when you tune in, we have CTI. That's Cruise the Internet. That's where we throw up some issues of the day. We talk about them. We talk about the problems that need to be solved. Uh, and we make fun of all the bullshit that's out there. All right. Most of it's um, bullshit. Sometimes we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of me just uh, doing what you guys would call a rant. I just call it the way I talk. Uh, and I try to help you guys figure out how to win. All right. Uh, and then sometimes we have full length. Full length is where we bring on interesting, successful, kick-ass people. We break down how they became interesting, successful, and kick-ass. And then we show you how you can also become interesting, successful, and an ass-kicker. With that being said, there is a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. Uh, you can Venmo me $1,000, or you could tell someone about the show. It's up to you. But one of those two things needs to happen. All right. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, um, fuck off. All right. With that being said, uh, we got Q and AF. What's up, dude? What's going on, guys? Yeah. And, and too, if you want to email, these are your questions. So submit those questions, email those questions in to ask Andy at Andy for some. Yeah, look, Q and AF, guys, is about personal development. All right. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I had a podcast called the MFCEO Project with Von Kohler, uh, who was a pastor, not only just a pastor, uh, the pastor of disaster, all right? Um, and this is, the Q&A is more of an ode to that, those days, you know, where we're out there trying to show you how to win. A lot of you guys think I'm here to coddle you. A lot of you guys think I'm here to like help you uh, feel good about yourself. I'm not. I'm here to show you how to fucking win. And through winning, you'll feel good about yourself, all right? I'm never gonna make you feel good for fucking losing. So stop fucking trying to do that, all right? Another thing I want to address too, while we're on the topic, um, some changes are being made to my personal brand. One of those changes is uh, I'm no longer going to be handling my Instagram or my DMs. I want to let you know that because, um, you know, over the last 10 years or so, I have been very involved in my DMs. And in fact, I spend a lot of my time interacting with you guys. And I've built some amazing friendships, some amazing relationships. Um, through those DMs. And I wanted to take a minute and express gratitude for all those relationships and friendships that I've been able to make through those DMs. Um, and just let you guys know, like for me to do what I need to do uh, in terms of putting content out, uh, I just can't do it. It's too much. It's too much of a time suck. I, you know, I think I'm probably the only guy at my level that's still in the DMs talking to people. And it's just, it's the reality of the growth. And um, we have some amazing new projects coming up. Uh, I'm going to be posting every single episode that we do here on Real AF on YouTube as well. Uh, I'm firing up the MFCEO project once again. This is a huge announcement uh, with Von Kohler. That's going to be a new show that's coming out soon. I also have a third show that's getting ready to come out, which will be a YouTube exclusive show, which I'll talk more about later. But the point is, my message, I feel an obligation to get out. And to be completely honest with you guys, it's, only, it's the only reason I do this, all right? I do this because I feel like, you know, and you guys might laugh at this, but I feel like, you know, in our little tribe of uh, America, all right, 
I'm the elder, right? Like I'm the older brother. I'm the, I'm the uncle. I'm the guy who's done some things. And we have this whole generation of young people uh, from you know 16 to 25 who are trying to figure out what to do in life and how to win. And it's an obligation for me to share those things and pass those things down. Uh, I know not everybody's going to resonate with, with what, what I see uh, and how I, how, how I do things, but I'm going to uh, deliver the things that I know. I'm going to share the things I know, and I'm going to do it at a big scale. And unfortunately, some of the things have to be cut out for me to be able to accomplish that. So I wanted to let you know that if you DM me and you don't get a reply like you've been used to getting for years and years and years, that's why. Um, I appreciate you guys. I fucking love all the support that you guys have shown. And it, it, it kind of breaks my heart not to be able to continue to do these things. But at the end of the day, man, something's got to give. And that's something, you know, is, is those DMs and that actual uh, Instagram content. I'm going to let my team post. I'm going to let my team handle it. And um, so don't think I'm just being an asshole and ignoring your shit. It's just not something that I can do anymore. So I'm going to focus all my energy on putting out content. I'm going to focus my energy on bringing the next generation up. I'm going to focus on all these new projects that we have going on. And um, it doesn't mean I feel any differently about you guys in the DMs. I would love to be able to have those conversations. And hopefully when I see you in person, we can have those conversations. But the reality is uh, that's the direction that I'm going to go. And I just wanted to let you guys know before you like think I'm just ignoring you in the DMs because it's not the case. Um, yeah, with that being said, uh, I'm really excited about what we're getting ready to do. Uh, I'm really excited about the progress that we've made here on the show. I'm really excited about bringing Vaughn back and getting that show going again. I think that was a, a, a really amazing show. Both Vaughn and I have gone through a lot since we ended that show and we're going to do a once a week show just to continue that, that, uh, tradition. And we'll continue with the real AF. I really like doing this. And basically guys, I'm going to be, uh, pumping out as much content as you can get. And then the rest of the time, I'm going to be living my life in the real world. Um, I'm not going to spend my whole life glued to this screen anymore. So uh, tune in, get what you can get, take what you can get, uh, go win with it. And, um, you know, it'll be here for you. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's, it's fucking exciting. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am too, dude. We're pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I know how people get, man. You know, some people get a little entitled with that with that attention, you know. And guys, I've done my best, man. I've done my best to con connect with you guys. I've done my best to be there and accommodate and um, try to communicate. But, you know, that doesn't mean, like, I can continue those things. Like, I don't think nobody really prepares you for that shit either. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? To, like, have, you know, 10,000 people. Well, I didn't waiting on you know, a response from you. Instantly. Yeah, this last weekend I wasn't able to get to DMs very much, and over the course of a day and a half, I had over a thousand. Mm -hmm. And each one of those DMs then requires two or three extra DMs because mm -hmm. when I reply, it's not just that. Yeah, then yeah. you they, there's a follow up message, right. you know. Right. And right. like, dude, I've done this for years, where I've taken seven, eight hours a day to respond to all these people. And the truth of the matter is, is it's keeping me from getting the message fucking out there. And the truth, and the ultimate truth is the message has to get the fuck out there. So like we all, you know, have to understand that. And you have to understand that like I've done my best. Doesn't mean I think I'm bigger or better or too good for it anymore. Um, nobody at my size does this shit. Mm -hmm. So it's just, a, it's just a casualty of the situation. I hope you guys will understand and appreciate it. Um, and you'll see that I'm about ready to go really fucking hard on a whole bunch of other shit. So. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I think we're going to help a lot more people. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit sad. It's a little bit bittersweet. But at the end of the day, man, it's 
what has to happen for me to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah I can't do it. I only have so much time. That's real. So, so yeah, man, that's that. Um, what else? Did I miss something? Did I miss anything there? I think that's everything. Yeah. 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 All right, that's the show, guys. Share the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we do have Q and AF. So I just wanted to bring that up. You know, I don't do much housekeeping stuff here. I didn't want people to think like, you know, um, you know, I'm just fucking ghosting them. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, like, sense. like, bro, if you're not getting a reply in your DMs anymore, it's because like my team doesn't have the same relationship that you know they're not going right. to jump in and pretend to be me right you get the I'm double gonna, tap it's look, not. a lot of people do that shit a lot yeah. of people will send their team into their instagram i'm not look bro i'm not going to pretend i'm not going to pretend that one of my guys is me and you're going to fucking talk to him i'm just being <laughs> upfront and real about it right yeah, now yeah, yeah so uh anyway no that's real that's man. that well uh let's see if what we, we got can uh, I got i got some good ones for you hmm. <laughs> Let's, let's knock these Shocking. out. Shocking. Let's knock these out. Andy, question number one. How's 75 hard going? That's going good. Yeah. Dude, actually, I, I just posted, it's going really, really good. Yeah. And like, I think there's an interesting viewpoint too from it. It's like, you know, because we talk all the time about the shit and it's like just actually executing on the stuff. Like, it's been, this is uh, day nine. I haven't really had like, you know, a fucking chaos, oh shit day yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. I say yet because I know they come. Those are test days, but I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is like TMI, but like, dude, my poops are changed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, for for good or for worse? no, it's great. Like they're right. not, they're not like my poops were sticky. Yeah, well, I, you know what I'm saying. I don't know that, if that's good or bad. Does that makes sense. Sticky, sticky poops. Yeah, like they stick to the fucking toilet, and you oh, got really, yeah, yeah. Like that was a thing. My All poops right. are not sticky no more. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm sure that has something yeah. to do with it. You know is what I'm saying? Real thing? I know about them fat boy diarrhea poop. Yeah, bro, that's bro. a real thing. Yeah, what? that's a real really? thing. So when the poop is sticky, it's bad? I think so. Yeah. Like it's supposed to just be a nice, healthy, you know, like, all healthy, the poop, there's healthy. poop ex- experts out here being like, I mean, these guys don't know anything about poop. <laughs> the real thing. <laughs> they're going to write a fucking review about it. <laughs> <laughs> these fucking idiots don't know what they're talking about. They said poop's not supposed to be sticky. It's yeah. supposed to be sticky at uh, 87.2 exactly. degrees. Like, exactly. If the water so- temperature's right. Sorry, yeah. fucking Professor Poop. I didn't know the fucking details. <laughs> yeah, dude. Poudini. Poudini. <laughs> fuck, man. But Anyhow, yeah, no, everything's good. Well, though, that's man. good. Yeah, everything's yeah, good. You know, no I think a big poops. key to 75 hard is just getting your day organized ahead of time mm-hmm. and getting out ahead. You know, one of the things about 75 hard, I think that most people fuck up is, you know, they learn real quick that you have to fucking start the minute you wake up, like mm-hmm. start knocking off tasks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It affects um, everything. I mean, it, it's a yeah, big but it brings good deal. purpose. Yeah, it brings a good purpose. Yeah. You know, we talk all the time about well, you're more uh, intentional with your shit. That's right. Yeah. But that's purpose, bro. Yeah. Like when you wake up and you don't have shit to do, no shit, you're gonna feel depressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. when you when you're walking around in a cloud and you don't have direction, you don't have purpose of any sort, even if it's basic things to do throughout the day, you're gonna feel anxious. You're gonna feel depressed. You're gonna feel like you don't uh, like you're not happy. And that's why we, you know, we talk about all the time on the show, but, um, you know, discipline uh, plus purpose plus gratitude, that's what makes you happy. And that yeah. discipline aspect, you know, for you to feel fulfilled for you, like a lot of people, I think have the wrong, I, I know they have the wrong idea. You know, they're out there consuming all this idealistic content from all these people who think that, you know, it's okay to make people feel bad for being a fucking total failure uh, and, and a plebe and a fucking lazy piece of shit. And they're reading these things, you know, on the internet, these memes and say, oh, it's just, just accept yourself for who you are, bro. That's fucking bullshit. Mm. You will be eternally fucking miserable if that's the attitude that you take. 
You have to set out with purpose every single day. And winning over the course of the long haul is not complicated, dude. It's, it's about manufacturing wins on the days that you don't feel like winning and stacking enough wins in a row to where you become a winner. Mm-hmm. This is very simple shit. Yeah. And um, just doing what you told yourself that's you it. to do. It's yeah. real simple, yeah. dude. And it's, it's frustrating for me to watch some of these other, you know, these, these spiritual guru type people out there, like filling people's mind with idealistic fucking bullshit that makes them feel okay about doing nothing, being nothing, contributing nothing, creating nothing, helping no one, and then tell them they should feel good about it. Yeah. Like, guys, that's not, that you will never feel good about that. It doesn't even like logically make sense no, in a sentence. No, dude, you could stack a gazillion memes in a row and read them all. And they yeah. could all tell you similar shit that those things tell you. At the end of the day, you're going to read all of them and, and you're not going to feel any better. Yeah. Like there's only one way to feel better and you got to work your way out of it. You know? So anyway, um, what do we got? Yeah, let's, do, let's get into these. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, I was shot in the head a few years ago and it left me with a large indent at the top of my forehead with a big scar across my hairline. Since then, I've always worn hats. It's like a security blanket uh, for me and my confidence is higher with it on. I don't want to wear it, uh, and I don't want to wear hats forever. Um, and I was just curious if you had any advice on how to get over this insecurity. Well, yeah, man. I mean, like, I was stabbed right in the fucking face, bro. Like, you can't hide it. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's, there's no hiding it. So I, I get it. You know, I think the option, the way, the, the reason it's probably easier for me to accept it is because it's, there's no way to hide it. Yeah. Like, had I been able to hide it, I probably COVID wasn't there back then. I, yeah. I, well, no, even with a COVID mask, I couldn't hide it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's really about perspective. You know, there's a story there. There's a lesson there. It's part of who you are. And I think it's important to embrace these things um, for what they are, you know. And there's, a, there, there's some sort, I don't know enough about this person's situation to know, but there's some sort of, of lesson there um, that you will inspire people with by owning who the fuck you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Dude, look, man. Bad shit happens. Interesting things happen. You know, that's an interesting story. I would like to hear how you got shot in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I tell people I got stabbed in the face, they always want to hear the fucking story. Uh, so it makes you more interesting. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing. It makes people remember you. That's a good thing. You know, one of the biggest things that got me through when I got stabbed uh, was that I realized how much more memorable it made me. Mm. You know, I was in business and I was trying to build a business and before that happened, it was very hard because we, we didn't have money. We didn't have, we weren't successful. We weren't smart. We weren't special. There was nothing about us that stood out. Um, everybody in our industry was the same kind of people we were, just mm-hmm. dudes that wanted to train and lift weights and eat fucking tuna and be ripped, right? right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but once I got stabbed in the face, bro, people started remembering me. You know, before I would go to the trade shows and, and, and these national shows and I talked to people and you know, I couldn't get a call back. Nobody would listen to me. Nobody would talk to me. Nobody would remember me. But after I got stabbed, all of that changed mm. because people found it interesting. And they're like, fuck, bro. Tell me that story. Or, you know, uh, did you really get stabbed in the face? Is that, is that true? And what happened is people started remembering me. So like when I would go to these shows and meet these people who were much further along that I wanted to do business with and meet and connect with, um, now it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, who's, who's Andy and Chris, 
It was, dude, you know Andy and Chris. You know, Andy, the fucking, he's the dude who got stabbed in the face. Oh, like, Andy, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I know that dude. Right, right? right. So, like, we have to start looking for the pluses in the tragedies that we face. Mm-hmm. And there always are, what, however many negatives, there are equal positives. That's just the way nat- natural order works. Mm-hmm. We just have to identify them. And there's very few situations in life um, where we can't also... Ad- you know, draw the positive side of the equation if we're willing to be open to seeing it. You know, there's yeah. definitely some difficult situations, man. You know, like when someone loses a child um, or, you know, when someone loses a, a, a husband or, a, you know, at a young age, you know, um, there's all kinds of situations uh, that it's very hard and difficult to see the mm-hmm. positive and you may not be ready to see the positive, whatever you're going through. You know, and I'm talking to anybody who's going through shit right now, but important thing for you to realize is that when you're ready to see the perspective of how to move forward, there is one. Mm. And for this guy here, you know, um, I think if you don't, like, if you want to wear a hat, cool. But like, if you know, it's just, I think by you covering it, you're probably just building the insecurity to have more power over you. So I think the most powerful thing you can do is just like, like if you want to wear a hat, that's fine, but don't wear it because you're trying to hide, mm-hmm. you know, wear it because you like the hat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I think, you know, just owning that bro and like being okay with it and accepting it as part of who you are from here on out. I think that's the best policy, man. And I think what you'll see, like, dude, most, most people that know me, like, I don't know that they even see those scars anymore. Mm. You, you know, like, like when I meet someone new, they always ask. Yeah. But like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like when I look in the mirror, dude, I don't really ever see him. You know, just what see I mean? you. Yeah, like it's just me. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I don't see it as yeah. this thing anymore. This disfigurement, even though it, it it is a disfigurement. Um, you know, like for those of you guys who have met me in person, you know, the one one side of my face is completely nerve damaged. I don't smile on that side. Like my smile's crooked. Um, you know, the the indent that is here on this side of my face on my left side. That went all the way through into my gums. I had I had stitches on the inside, stitches on the outside, stitches in my fucking gums. And, um, you know, it's pinched in now, right? Like, I could go have that fixed. Like, uh, my one of my buddies is the best facial, facial plastic surgeon in the fucking planet. I could have it fixed real easy. But, like, dude, at this point in time, I've lived with it for almost 20 years. Be 20 years next, next June. You've owned it. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, dude, it would be taking away a part of who I am. Mm. And how long ago did he say this happened? Uh, he just says a few years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, you might, dude, it took me a couple years to really fucking get comfortable. The first, the first year and a half, two years of me after I got stabbed were really fucking hard. Dude. Yeah. Um, the, the suicidal thoughts fucking, you know, uh, and, and to be honest, dude, like I still carry like, and I'm not someone who exaggerates, you know, I hate how fucking exaggerated like the word trauma is in society like everybody thinks they have fucking trauma when in reality bro like you don't have shit mm-hmm. okay but getting stabbed in the fucking face that's fucking trauma getting shot in the fucking head that's fucking trauma right okay so it's important to acknowledge that and like if you need to like work through it you know talk to some people about it and try to work through that um you know one thing i was just sharing with emily at home uh actually last night was like dude that i never really addressed that ever I never addressed it. I just fucking ate it. Mm. You know, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm tough. And like, dude, now I look back 20 years and as, you know, 
there's a lot of good things that have happened from it, but there's a lot of things that I still really haven't gotten over. Like, uh, you know, like there was a situation uh, last week where I was walking in the locker room and one of the, one of the girls was walking out who, who helps clean the locker room. You were in there. Mm -hmm. And when I opened the door, she was like, Oh shit. And bro, like that fucking wound me up for the next two hours. Like I was filled with anxiety. I was fucking, and like, I even told her like, right when she did, I said, don't fucking do that. And yesterday she came up and apologized. She's like, Hey, I'm sorry. You know, I said, look, dude, like I ain't right. Still, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like when you scream like that, like, cause it was one of these overly exaggerated, like it's still a trigger, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah. like, it wasn't like, Oh, sorry. It was like, you, you know, it was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Ah, ah. And like <laughs> this overly exaggerated, like, bro, do not fucking do that around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. I, like, my initial reaction was to, like, fucking go into attack mode. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. so there's real shit there. You know what I mean? Like, and you're saying, so if you would have, like, maybe did therapy. No, what I'm then, saying is, is, like, maybe it's important for this guy to, to, to address this now and not do what I did and just right. try to fucking right. own it, you know? Because right. I'm still dealing with negative, like, with, with bad parts of it. Yeah. You know, my temper is very short, and I've gotten way fucking better, bro. Like, like. If you knew me three, four years ago compared to now, it's night and day. I'm not the same human, but like, it's still, it, it's still there, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to try really hard to get through it. And so like, what I'm trying to do is get people to understand, you know, address these things sooner than later, you know, that's all. And, and I'm sure, you know, it's still really hard for this dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fresh. Yeah. So, but like, dude, try to see the good things, try to see where it serves you. And, um, and, you know, if you need to work through some of that shit, work through some of that shit. But at the end of the day, bro, I think at the, I think when you're, when this person is at the end of their life, you know, uh, 40 years from now, a hundred years, whatever, however fucking old they are, um, you're going to figure out a way to make that work for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just try to see it that way. And for those of you guys going through other things, what are the things that are good from it? What are the things like, no matter what they are, no matter how fucked up it sounds, what'd you learn? How can you be better? How can you move forward from here? You know, there's nothing wrong with talking about the positives of a very tragic situation because yeah. sometimes those positives are all that allow us to move through. And it might only be one. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of yeah. people won't talk about them because they feel like they're not giving proper credit to the tragedy that happened, mm. right? I think that's where the uniqueness comes. Oh, I'm just the only person with this is because you're not even talking about it. That's there's right. other people that have the shit for sure. Yeah, and, and there's other people that have similar shit or even different shit, but yeah. getting through things like that it's all the same. Yeah. You know? That's real. That's real. Question number two, Andy. I'm currently at the piss stain mattress phase yeah. of, of my business. Yeah. Uh, everybody's, everybody's about one, <laughs> one. Everybody's, everybody you know that you see on Instagram, first of all, 90% of the people are still in that phase. Mm. And the 10% that aren't, I'm just being real, dude. The 10% that aren't are three steps away from being there. Mm. So we're all kind of there. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he says, so, so I haven't paid myself and I'm almost out of personal savings. I regularly sleep on the floor at my office and it's a lot harder and darker than I'd imagined. What advice would you have given yourself if you could go back in time and talk to yourself when you were in the back of your retail store on the piss stain mattress? Honestly, I would have told myself to enjoy it, mm. like to, en to enjoy it. Yeah, that's weird. That doesn't. Yeah, I know. But dude, like some of the most fun times I've had in my life were the times when I have fucking nothing. Mm. Like, cause dude, when you have nothing, you got nothing to lose too. So you can have some fun and shit. <laughs> and, um, 
That makes like, sense. You know, yeah. people, people, you know, we tell these stories, but dude, Chris and I used to have a good time, man. Like we had, you know, we, we were young, we were, we were kids, you know, we'd have our friends up to the back of the store, drink beer in the back of the store, talk shit, talk about what we were going to do with the company, you know, um, you know, try to enjoy the, the suffering, you know what mm. I'm saying? Try to like find the, because it won't always be that way, dude. Like mm. it just won't. If you yeah. keep showing up and you keep working, it, it, things will improve. Um, what I would tell my younger self is like to relax, just keep showing up. You're going to figure it the fuck out. I would tell myself the same shit. I tell you all keep going, make mistakes. Every time you make a mistake, make a note of it, figure out what lessons you learn and then don't make those mistakes again. And if you operate with that, if you operate with that philosophy over the course of time, it's literally impossible to lose. You can't fucking lose. Mm. Can't, cannot. Okay. Because eventually <laughs> You're going to run out of mistakes to make because <laughs> you made them all. Yeah. Right? right. And now if you run out of mistakes to make because you made them all, you got all the tools. So if you got all the tools and you keep showing up and you make less mistakes, you make progress. That's, that's just how the fucking game works. Mm. So you, what you're going through and the, the lessons you're learning and all these things, those are necessary. And a big problem that people make when it comes to entrepreneurship or building a business or building a career is they don't want to make any mistakes. Well, if you don't make any mistakes, bro, how are you going to learn any skills? Right. Right. And if you quit when you make a big mistake and you don't learn, what, what good is all the mistakes you made before that? See, the minute you quit, you just threw out the years of learning that you learned, right? And you, put, you take yourself off the board, not, not someone else takes you off the board. That's mm -hmm. why what I tell you, you know, working through the storms, let everybody else quit and you just keep going. That, that truly is the name of success. Yeah. Like enough people will quit. Every person that you see out there as a competitor, they will all quit. They will fucking all quit if you don't. That's it. Mm. They should, they'll, they'll quit. They'll change lanes. They'll go somewhere else. They'll sell a company. Eventually, it'll be you and you'll be at the fucking number one spot. All you have to do is keep moving. And that, that might be, and luckily for you, you probably won't have to spend 20 years doing it because the technology that's available now allows us to move at a much greater rate. So my advice would be hang the fuck in there, learn what you're learning, try to enjoy the time you have, realize like that it won't always be this way. And the truth is when you get to the point where you're wanting to, you know, where you're making millions of dollars a year and you don't have to worry about money anymore. You're, you're going to wish you had enjoyed those simpler times, mm. like for real. Because they won't be there. They won't be yeah, there. Yeah. It's all, your life becomes tremendously more complicated. Um, and, you know, yeah, you have resources, but like, dude, you're also answering to way more people. There's way more responsibility. It's not just you. It's about all of them. And I'm going to tell you, dude, the pressure doesn't really start until the day you figure out that it's not about you anymore. It's about them. When you start, when you switch from it's about me making money which I talk about consistently. That was, for me, that was like 2014. Uh, I was sick. I was at home. I had pneumonia. I was making more money than I ever made in my life. And I was fucking miserable. And I started realizing like, oh shit, dude, this ain't about me. This is about fucking them. And, and I started pouring myself into them. I got happier, but also did I not, with, with the happiness came pressure and responsibility and obligation. And like, you think it's hard now, Wait until you got 400 fucking people that you have to fucking perform for or they don't fucking eat. It's a different fucking game. And that's where you're headed, bro. And all of you guys in business, that's where you're headed. That's where you're going to get. And that is a different game than in the beginning when it's just you and you're trying to make, 
it's it's just honestly it's a lot fucking easier as as hard as it mm. is it's the easiest part in business because the hard part comes when you start winning and now you have to fucking take responsibility for all the people's lives that are fucking helping you win it's a big fucking responsibility if you're a decent human you know so i would try to enjoy it i would i would try to make the mistakes and you know very few mistakes you make are going to be fatal the, the only mistake that you're going to make that's going to be fatal is the one that you fucking stop showing up for, you know? And that's what a lot of people do, bro. They get embarrassed. They get fucking, they do something stupid. They close a business. They get fucking, you know, they go through a divorce or something, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And then they just fucking stop. You know, no, no one, no one loses by continuing to go. You only lose by stopping. Right. It, it's just the truth. Right. So I would tell this, I would tell my younger self, just don't, I would tell them the same shit I tell you guys, exactly the same shit. In fact, the whole reason I share this shit, like I said at the beginning of the show, is because I'm like the fucking elder of the fucking little tribe here, right? Right? Like, hey, young buck, like, this is what the fuck it takes. And it's just, it's just the price you're going to pay, bro. Yeah. You know? Guys, our third and final question, uh, Andy, question number three. I started my business a few years back with remote work built in throughout the country. When COVID came in, we were fully prepared to go through it. We've gone from $0 to $26 million in revenue. With that being said, I've noticed myself getting a little depressed since all of our interactions are happening through Zoom. And I feel this way. My employee, uh, employees might feel similar. What are some things that I can do to help with this, seeing that we cannot have a central location for our company? The reason we can't have a central location is because our 70 plus employees are already established throughout the country. What recommendations do you have? Well, I mean, look, man, this is, this is what I talk about when I talk about the social media and technology sucking us in, mm. right? It's, it's a great tool. We can do great things with it. Uh, but humans at the end of the day are not meant to, to interact through a screen. We're not meant to look at a cell phone for seven hours a day, responding to DMs. We're not meant to consume massive amounts of negativity all fucking day. Um, and my recommendation for technology is use it how you need to use it. Uh, you know, use it to consume the positives, use it to build, use it as a tool, but don't make it your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Go out in the real world, enjoy real things, you know? Um, I think the COVID shutdowns really fucked up a lot of people because like, dude, people just, they're not going out the same yeah. way that they did before. There's still some hesitation. Yeah. And um, they're not traveling the way that they did before. And the data all backs that up. And like, dude, I think, you know, part of what they did was to try and, you know, this should be no surprise to any of you, but part of what they did was to try and engineer more of a mental health crisis that already existed. Because their goal is ultimately to have you fat, to have you uneducated, to have you poor, to have you consumed by things all day that don't really matter so that you're not looking out into the world as you know what you can actually be, what you can actually create because that creates problems for them. When we humans become personally excellent and we're living a, a, a life of contribution, a life of service, a life of creation, a life of excellence out in the real world, we don't need them. Hmm. We don't need their motherfucking antidepressants. Right. We don't need their fucking uh, medicines. We don't need their uh, government assistance. We don't need any of their shit. 
And when we don't need any of their shit, that means they cannot govern over us unless it's by force. And what they're trying to do, because they don't, and they're going to, they will eventually try force. That's going to come. Mm -hmm. But what they're trying to do right now is the soft takeover and enslavement of humanity. And they're trying to do it through technology. And so you have to be aware of that. The reason you don't feel fucking good is because it's not natural. Mm. It's not natural to sit in front of a computer, no matter how much money you're making, and spend literally 24 hours a day interacting with humans there and like in your pajamas at home. You have to get out of your house. This is why 75 Hard Live Hard is such an important thing for when it comes to creating purpose and happiness and fulfillment, because what you're doing is you're creating all these things that society believes uh, because of the propaganda that we, that we have been fed for the last 30 years that some people have and some people don't. You know, discipline, that's not a trait. That's a fucking skill. Happiness, learning how to be happy. Do you, hmm. Have you ever heard that? No, I've never Learning heard how to be yeah. happy. They talk about it as a, you're either happy or you aren't. But then you hear certain people say, well, I'm learning how to be happy. Well, learning how to do anything, what does that make it? makes it a fucking skill. It's, a skill. it's not yeah. a trait. Okay? Happy people are happy by design. Mm. Productive people are productive by design. Yeah. Disciplined people are disciplined by design. Healthy people are healthy by design. Nobody that you look at out there that you see having the shit that you wish you had was just born with it. Now, they may pretend that they were born with it. Like, there's these business gurus online who pretend like they were born with this super set of skills that you don't have. And then they tell you about all the great shit they're doing. And then you're supposed to basically like bow down and worship their shit. That doesn't help anybody, right? It's not even true. It's not even true. These are all skills and they're all skills that you can acquire. All right. But you can't acquire them sitting on Zoom all day. Mm. You have to get out in the real world. You have to go mow your grass. You have to see people in real life. And for that person running a company that way, um, one thing that I would advise against is that, you know, you need to make your company in person at some, at some levels. Maybe that's a conference twice a year. Maybe that's a conference once a quarter, getting everybody together, making it not just business, but making it interactive and fun. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's a company picnic once a year or twice a year. I don't know. But the more technology that we implement, the less natural we are as humans, which means the more off we're going to feel. We were not meant to do this. This is new technology, bro. Mm -hmm. This technology is less than fucking literally 20 years old. It's a thousand years ahead and we stayed the same. That's right. And so, dude, you know, if you feel bad because, you know, if you're looking around and you're thinking, fuck, I can't figure out why the fuck I feel bad. Yeah, something's off. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're spending too much time in this fucking bullshit world and not enough time in reality. Yeah. And I'm not saying absolve yourself from social I'm saying use it for what the fuck it is mm-hmm. and then live your life. Well, and, and because most people are moving towards this, I, I think most people are going to move back towards this human interaction anyway. I have very strong data points that show that to be true. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I've said that on the show for the last however many years that people were going to, to regress back, there's going to be a large segment of population. There's going to be people that go all in, Mm -hmm. okay? There's going to be people that fucking get on the meta goggles and live in the fucking metaverse. And Like, bro, I saw this commercial for metaverse last night where it was like this, uh, it was like Uganda's cycling team. Have you guys seen that? And they start talking about how Uganda doesn't have a fair chance to compete. And the only way that they have a fair chance to compete in cycling is through the metaverse. 
And they're basically victimizing all these people in Uganda as if like it's bro. Th- there's competition all over the world. Let's not fucking bullshit each other. If you have, if you're fucking good enough, there's a place for you to compete. I don't give a fuck where the fuck you come from. Fucking there's a Jamaica fucking bobsled team, bro. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. That's real shit, though. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with your fucking lies. They're trying to make it sound real nice and real cool. And there's going to be people that buy into it. And these are tech. These are legitimately the people who cannot compete in the real world. So the, all these like NPCs, non-playable characters, mm-hmm. the people who are going to buy the propaganda, the people who are going to buy into technology, the people who think, oh, Web3, fucking, I'm going to make a gazillion dollars. Yeah, you might, bro, but you're making money on the downfall of fucking humanity, and that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay with me. Yeah. All right? I don't respect it. I don't give a fuck if you make... I don't give a fuck if you make a hundred times whatever I've made in my life. I'm still not going to respect it because it's bad for people. It's morally wrong. It's morally fucking wrong, bro. Yeah. And uh, it's all designed to be around control. It's all designed to create in their mind community but what does it really do it creates dependency it creates you having to sit at home and get a government assistance check get your government medication because you're not happy because you can't figure out why because you're on their shit all the time you're not breathing fresh air you're not running down the fucking street you're not moving your body you're not being personally excellent and guess what you're gonna feel like fucking shit that is reality and by the way that's what they want because when you feel like shit, what do you do? You go get pills for it. And mm-hmm. Guess who makes the fucking money? The biggest motherfucking companies in the fucking world. All right? So I know where I'm going. I'm going to continue to use the technology for the tools. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to put out content that's going to serve you. My content is going to serve you in real life. If you want to be a meta nerd, then fucking don't listen to my shit. I don't give a fuck. But if you feel like shit, I'm going to promise you that your technology use has a big, big part to do with it. The other part to do with it is you're not living with intent. You're not living, uh, uh, you're not stacking wins day by day by day by day by day. You know, episode 16, win the day. I give the fucking program away for free. It shows you how, it, it is the only system that I've ever seen that if you execute the way that I teach it, you literally, and I believe this, you literally cannot fucking lose in the long run. Now you're going to have losses along the way, but if you stack Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday as wins, what happened? You just fucking week. You want a week. Okay. Now you win the next week. Now you win the next week. And let's say out of the month, you missed four fucking days. Well, you still won the month, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, The whole, and then if you win January, you win February, you win March, let's say you get off track and you fucking, uh, you get off track in April and it takes you two months to get off back on track. So mm-hmm. you start back with the live hard program episode 208. It's fucking free. Again, all my tools are fucking free. Get yourself back on track. It takes you 60 days now. So you, you won three months, you lost two. Now you win fucking June, you win July, you win August. You win September. You win, bro. You won the year. Mm-hmm. And if you do this every year, how can you not become a winner in life? It's, if you think about it as, as in a systematic day by day way, you can't lose. You cannot fucking lose. And people have this mentality that they're going to wing it or they're just going to cruise through life. 
and they're going to do what they can when they can, and they're going to be free. And blah, 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 blah. But then they don't understand why nothing ever happens. And it's because you're not utilizing your time in a real, in a real way. You're not understanding the systematic process that it takes to actually win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These people that you see as great, these people who you see as fulfilled, these people who you see as happy, they have earned those things through their daily execution. It's, it's not a matter of focusing on anything other than the day. The whole secret to the Live Hard program is one day at a time. The whole secret of, of winning your life is one day at a time. It's the whole secret of winning in business is one day at a time. And I give you these tools for fucking free, bro. You just don't fuck. You guys just don't fucking think. Well, I don't know what the fuck you think because I'm literally, literally building a fucking company that is like probably going to be one of the most iconic fucking brands that ever existed in this country on this same shit, the same system I'm giving you for free. I'm not holding anything back. There's nothing, there's nothing more I can tell you how to do. That's, if you do that, you'll fucking win. If you don't, you probably won't. That's true. So I don't even remember what the question or you, was. Or you get lucky. No, you, uh, you answered just about how to remove, uh, regress, I guess, a little bit from the technology. Yeah, bro. Look, dude. Do some a, workshops. There's a fucking some book about this. There's yeah. a book about this that I'm reading. Um, I, it's, uh, it's called The Chaos Machine. It's by a dude named Max Fisher. And it talks about how social media has completely fucked us all up. It's worth a read, dude. Real shit. Yeah. I'm not even read the whole thing, but I'm in the middle of it. It's part of, my, part of what I'm reading on my program. Yeah. So, you know, like, dude, and I'm not saying like, uh, you know, like some people are completely disconnecting, which, oh, dude, yeah. I commend that too. I don't have a problem with that. But I'm just saying like, you use i'm going to use it for what the fuck it's what to send my message out whoever gets it will get it uh but outside of that the cards are going to fall where the fuck they fall and that's that i'm not you know i'm not giving away i've given away 10 years to that motherfucking screen dude like i've given away 10 years of my life to this fucking screen i'm not doing it another day i'm gonna i'm gonna focus all of my fucking effort on producing the content you you guys can use it or not use it that's fine with me I'm going to share because I feel obligated to share. And whatever happens from that, great. But outside of that, I'm not interested in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to spend time with my real friends in real life, doing like, real shit. Uh, that's the thing you got to remind yourself sometimes you're human. Yeah, bro. I was out at my farm over the weekend fucking mowing grass, bro. It was the happiest I've been in fucking 10 years. Yeah, we didn't get the s'mores party invite, did we, guys? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> It was, only, it was only white people. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I'm just keeping it real. Well, I didn't vote for Biden. I should have been there. Well, I mean, bro, it was only me. Oh, okay. So it's not like it can't really be racist if it's only me that's, and I'm the only white guy. I'm true. just saying it's only white people. Oh, that's true. Yeah, now that makes sense. So, <laughs> well, guys, Andy, that is three. So go pay the fee. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, remember what I said in the beginning? You know, uh, I just want to say again, like I've appreciated all the friendships. I appreciate all the relationships, all the conversations. Uh, you know, I'll check in when I can, but you know, it's going to be a different game when it comes to those DMs. So I just want to let you know that. And, uh, you know, don't get upset with me. Don't get frustrated with me. Uh, just understand this is the natural progression of how we're going to do things because I want to be able to put out more content. I want to be able to share more. I want to do it where more people and more eyeballs are seeing it so that we can affect more change in the world. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, and I'll talk to you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed
close. close.